we'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for June 14th, 2014. <clears throat> and we're going to kind of be picking up where we left off last week, that same <clears throat> theme. But we're going to be segueing into the whole uh, thing with these shooters at uh, Las Vegas and how that relates into the whole, uh, a lot of what we were talking about last week, and um, segueing a little bit further, because a lot of this stuff ties together when you look at the big picture. So, <clears throat> we have these shooters in Las Vegas, they they killed three people, and they have proclaimed that the revolution has begun. Uh, just to give you a little overview, th- at least three people, two officers and one civilian, and this was right when it was breaking, the story that came out, have been killed in an active shooting near Las Vegas. <clears throat> um, one was at a CC's, or two of the cops were killed in a CC's pizza, and then one was killed on a Walmart. Multiple shooters were reportedly involved, one of whom has shot herself in the head. Um, what ended up happening is, is uh, she shot her accomplice, I, I don't know if it's her boyfriend or husband or whatever, and then she shot herself, because that's classic mind control. Let's not have any witnesses. And I'm going to get into that a little bit more later, what I believe the reason, what triggered that suicide program. Because you see it over and over and over again with these mass shootings. They always, well, then there's nobody to interview. <clears throat> and a lot of times on the on the mass shootings that it doesn't happen, it's because the gun malfunctioned. And then they're apprehended. And then they find out they're on a myriad of psychiatric drugs or they're in some type of DARPA mind control experimentation or whatever, as we got into in the, the last study. And we're going we're gonna to expand on that, this study. <clears throat> so, um, she shot herself in the head. Police barricaded the building. Um, the shooting commenced when two sus- suspects stormed nearby. CC's Pizzeria shot two police officers inside. Witnesses say that the suspects then took the officers' gear and proclaimed that, quote, the revolution has begun. Now, this whole thing is becoming almost like a daily occurrence anymore. Some type of, of mass shooting in America. And obviously this is happening in order to get our guns. That's the whole objective behind this. Because the guns are the problem, not the people... Not the demon-possessed, mind-control slaves that are triggered, that are wielding the guns. They're, they're not the... Even though the government's put them in that very exact spot for that exact reason, and then labeled them typically a patriot, uh, which we're going to see here, that's all part of the, the whole demonization of the patriot movement. It's all by design, you know. The good guys are Obama and all the liberal Democrats and the pro-abortion and the pro-gay and the Muslims. They're the good guys, okay? We are the bad guys, and we have to be demonized and shown to be the wicked devils that we are. And because we like the Second Amendment, or we believe in a right to self-defense of our family and of innocent people and of children and little ones and these types of things, we're demons, and we need to be stopped. In you know, if <clears throat> more people carried concealed weapons, it would curtail this greatly. Even if they had mind control triggers everywhere, these things would stop a lot quicker. Okay, and we're going to see that actually, I believe that's the reason this did stop in this particular report. So, <clears throat> when 
they said the revolution's begun, and as, as big as this is getting, almost on a daily occurrence, then you have the Oregon shooting that, that happened after that. And it's just one thing after another after another. And every time this happens, the, you have Obama or, or um, all of these liberal Democrats stepping up to the mic saying, we've got to do more, we've got to ban guns now, which will just make the problem ten times worse when the guns are only in the criminals' hands and in the wicked criminal government's hands. You think it's going to work out great for us? I mean, hey, it, it worked out great for Hitler, it worked out great for Stalin, because they imposed strict gun control measures, and then when that was implemented in their countries, then they could kill everybody wholesale in mass, or whoever their political targets were, and there was no guns, and there was no... Um, way to stop them. And that's exactly why they have to disarm the populace. That's exactly what all of the mass, greatest mass murders of the last hundred years have always done prior to their huge mass murdering spree. Pol Pot, you know, Hitler, Mao Zedong, uh, Stalin, all of them had to disarm the populace first. We'll get into that a little bit later. So um, this is why this is all being done. Now, it also reminded me, though, of the whole concept of this black awakening that's been bantered around, where you have these satanic program MK Ultra mind control slaves, um, or satanic super soldiers, or whatever, whatever you want to call them, that have been either programmed or are almost like a program robot because they're on so many psychotropic mind-altering meds that literally have demons and devils associated with them, when these people are actually triggered... Um, they come out and they always, this type of stuff happens, you see mass murder. It's typically white people that do it because they want to demonize white people the most. We're the bane of all society. And I'm not saying that because I feel sorry for myself. I'm just saying that's typically the way it does work out. Okay? Um, and they want to demonize the patriot movement and that and this and pro-Second Amendment and pro-lifers and pro-Bible and anybody like that. And this is the way that they've chosen to go about that. Well, this Black Awakening, I've done a study on it, a two-part study, and I give you the links here. And I'm just going to give you an overview. In this teaching, we will be examining the coming Black Awakening of demonically possessed, mind-controlled, satanic super-soldiers, or what they're also known as chosen ones, who are highly adept in the black arts witchcraft and take their religion very, very seriously. They will be triggered at some future date to bring about as much havoc and chaos as possible in order to usher in the reign of the Antichrist and the New World Order. Remember, order out of chaos. This is as also the motto of the 33rd degree Freemason, order out of chaos, with the double-headed eagle as its symbol. Interestingly, the double-headed eagle, also known as the Serbian crest, uh, is, was also recently seen pictured on a privatized police vehicles in Hardin, Montana. More importantly, we will be discussing the spiritual weapons, Christian, uh, the spiritual weapons of a Christian's warfare against this wickedness. Okay, because that's really um, the most important thing. So, I think this really may be the beginning of this of this black awakening and from a standpoint of in earnest meaning yeah we've had um a lot of different shootings but there can be maybe a month or two goes by where there's like a really big one now it's becoming like it's almost every day maybe that it's not like tons and tons of people dying every day but it's almost well, Every day, you're seeing some type of 
shooting like this that's being, you know, put up on the news and put up on CNN and then, uh, you know, the cry just keeps going out over and over and over. Gun control, gun control, gun control. It's the gun's fault. Even though the government has literally created, and the pharmaceutical companies have literally created this this um, condition, um, and it's all by design, and it's all to take away our rights, our Second Amendment, and any ability that we might have to defend ourselves, to impose martial law, and to bring out bring about their order out of the chaos they're creating. I will give them 100% credit and blame for all of this, because this is exactly fits into their agenda. This is exactly what they want to accomplish. And if, if you don't believe that, just uh, listen to the last teaching I did regarding, um, you know, the, uh, the whole thing about the Prozac and these types of things and what these psychotropic drugs do to you, okay? And then combine it with what we're going to go into today. Now, the um, <clears throat> next report is the Bizarre Batman Connection shows up in another mass shooting. Has Batman replaced the catcher in the rye as a trigger for mind-controlled assassins? Well, kind of explains. Now, we're looking at a picture here, if, if you're following the PDF, um, <clears throat> and it's a picture of this uh, Jared and Amanda Miller, and they've got copious amounts of pictures of them dressed up in Batman-themed outfits. Um, really creepy-looking people, okay? Uh a recent shooting in Las Vegas appears to be the work of two crazed Batman fans. The Facebook pages of Jared and Amanda Miller, the two accused shooters who killed two police officers inside CeCe's Pizza in Las Vegas, as well as a Walmart patron, are littered with photos of the married couple dressed as a Batman villain, the Joker, and his love interest, uh, the criminal accomplice, Haley Quinn. So I guess they fancy themselves, they live in some kind of alternate reality where they think they're these characters almost. Similarly, in July, on July 20th, 2012, James Holmes walked into a theater in Aurora, Colorado and threw smoke grenades into an audience before unloading a hail of bullets, killing 12 people. <clears throat> Patrons had flocked to watch the latest Batman uh, movie, which was The Dark Knight Rises, and many publications claimed Holmes painted his hair red as a reference to the Joker in a scene from The Dark Knight. So we have all of these Joker-Batman references coming up in these mass shootings over and over again. Proving, thus further proving, that these Hollywood movies in large part are used as triggers for these, I believe to be mind control slaves that are hooked on these psychotropic drugs, um... For them to go about and do these things, okay? Uh, after the shooting, multiple witnesses claim they saw accomplices aid homes. Multiple people saw that there were accomplices that were aiding him <laughs> in doing this, okay? And once incarcerated, an inmate housed with the accused shooter claimed Holmes complained about an evil therapist who had, quote, programmed him to kill. Now, why would he say that to one of his cellmates? It's not like he's in front of, of the court system and trying to get a lower sentence. He's saying this to... He was programmed to kill. Holmes was also linked to a DARPA-funded research into neuro... I mean, DARPA... I mean, you, you, you talk about just pure evil on planet Earth. Evil, nefarious, big brother, governmental, black ops type stuff. DARPA. Well, Holmes, the... the, the um, Dark Knight Rising shooter, theater shooter, 
was linked to DARPA-funded research into neuroscience programs at the University of Colorado and Schultz Medical Campus in Denver. And while attending the Salk Institute of Biological Studies in San Diego, he also designed a computer program using flicker fusion, which is a science examining how light flicker rates affect human behavior. Following the Sandy Hook school shootings, which a multitude of people perceived to have been staged, the Batman theme was revisited after the internet sleuths found a map in the Dark Knight Rises referenced with the words Sandy Hook. There's all these satanic clues. Almost like the Illuminati likes to do, where they like to telegraph their punches. It's a Kabbalistic principle, um, which is the highest level of, um, I guess you call it Jewish witchcraft. It's a Kabbalistic principle that they follow this Luciferian guideline where you have to give your um, your opponent, whoever you're going to annihilate, fair warning. It's some kind of Luciferian concept or Kabbalistic principle. And they also take pleasure in that when they do that, that the people that they're warning are helpless to prevent their demise. It, it makes it empowers them. Okay? It's like a Luciferian concept. Anyway, I believe that's why this is all coming out. The rumors were confirmed, and it has been found that the map in question had been altered from previous versions appearing in the recent Christopher Nolan-directed Batman films to include Sandy Hook. A section of the map in The Dark Knight Rises was renamed Sandy Hook. And The Dark Knight Rises took place before Sandy Hook. Okay? Further investigation found 46-year-old Scott Getz- Getzinger listed as the prop master for Dark Knight Rises film on um, this particular website, and he died in a head-on collision on April 6, 2012, prior to the film's release. In the film industry, a prop master is responsible for all things props, including the maps. Now, here's an actual picture of the map, if you want to see it, on the PDF for um, June, June 14, 2012. The free PDF that will be associated with this teaching. Anyway, besides the obvious Batman connection, another running theme through some of the past shootings seems to be Sandy Hook or Newtown, Connecticut. An additional anomaly is that Getzinger was a resident of Newtown. This is the guy, the prop master that got killed. Suzanne Collins, who is the author of The Hunger Games, is also a famous Newtown, Connecticut resident. And two weeks ago, Elliot Roger, the son of the assistant director of the Hunger Games movie series, which is based off Susan Collins' books, also carried out a mass shooting. Huh, I wonder if there's any connection to all of this programmed psychiatry. I mean, it was proven he was on meds and under psychiatric care as well. That, that little devil Elliot Rogers. Of course he was. They pretty much all are. The frequent references to Batman franchise, a fictional work designed to sympathize the masses to the plight of the humanitarian billionaire playboys like Bruce Wayne and the odd Sandy Hook connections, are similar to how several past assassins, including Lee Harvey Oswald, were found with copies of the novel The Catcher in the Rye. See, throughout time, different different things have been used to trigger mass or, or murderers, okay? Even though I don't believe Lee Harvey Oswald... <laughs> 
is responsible for that, but um, he was the scapegoat and the patsy used for that. And again, not to say he was perfect, but um, let's go further. Media links Las Vegas shooters to the Bundy Ranch. So you knew this was coming, okay? Because the Bundy Ranch people have to be demonized. Anybody standing up for freedom and property rights and and um, standing up against Big Brother, Big Guy. And I did a whole... Key and Bundy, I mean, it, it wasn't that long ago I did this whole teaching on the Bundy Ranch and, and all of the evil, nefarious things the government was trying to do to get them off their land and all of the backdoor deals with China and all of this garbage and to literally take away private property in America and how that is such a huge agenda. I got into all that, okay, about the Bundy Ranch. So... You got it. So what you have to do is, if you're Satan, you have to demonize any people that are standing up for freedom and their Second Amendment rights and private, um, obviously sticking up for uh, land rights for for private ownership. This type of th- stuff. So, according to, to a report posted by at the Daily Mail, the married couple uh, suspected in the shootings and who ex- who executed a suicide pact following the rampage. This is at the uh, Las Vegas shooting. Were militant quote, militant, and obsessed with conspiracy theories. Oh, boy. Now, remember how we were talking about last week about how they'll they'll slap a psychiatric label on anything in order to create a disease process so they can, you know, shove drugs down your throat? Well, we all need to be heavily medicated, evidently. Because, you know, we, we believe in these conspiracy facts that are easily proven that we prove on a week to week basis here, not just me, but many others. And because of that, we're, um, we really need to be on major, major psychotropic meds to dumb us down further and to create this docile, uh, gelded, you know, type of, of, um, of person that they would like to see who will line up and willingly beg for the mark of the beast, guaranteed, you know. So going, going further, they allegedly shouted at diners, quote, to tell the police the revolution has begun. And this is why when I heard that, the whole thing about this, this black awakening, these satanic super soldiers being triggered, it just seems like now they're, they're triggering like at least one a day, almost, you know, to make it where it's in literally the headlines every day, some mass shooting, and then the Obots, the ones that just mindlessly follow Obama, and all of the illegal aliens that they've let pour in the border who will go along with any agenda as long as they can keep the free, free, um, you know, welfare and the free health care and the free everything else rolling. All the ones that are beholden to Obama, the huge, gigantic welfare class. Now, listen, I know if you're on welfare, I'm not coming against you. I'm not trying to demonize you. I'm not saying you're less of a person. I'm just saying that if you're part of that system, you're going to be, you're going to be dependent upon that. You are dependent upon it, and, and just to try to pray and fast and do whatever you can if, if at all possible to break free I know God can take care of you in any way shape or form but I'm just saying that it is an evil system there's no denying that and the vast majority of people that are are on the whole corporate welfare or whatever way that they are dependent on the government are not going to bite the hand that feeds them if that if, if whatever they're being given is threatened to take away, they're going to go along with whatever they're being told, is what I'm saying. I mean, the more people that are dependent on something, the higher percentage of, of people that are going to go along with things, okay? Uh, it's just a, that's just a proven fact. I mean, that's just, if you just think about it from a logical standpoint, that's the way it's going to work out there. 
Um, so they're just trying to demonize, you know, anybody that is in this so-called, I guess you'd call it a patriot movement. And these people were supposedly militant and obsessed with conspiracy theories. And they're saying that they told the police that the revolution has begun. So I just wonder if this is just going to become even more and more and more commonplace until they can just say, listen, I don't care what... Obama's going to act unilaterally, is what he's saying now. We're seeing a lot of that, where he's just going to issue some kind of executive order. What, what, what is he going to do? Impose gun confiscation on everybody in all of America? I mean, that, that will be World War III, basically. I mean, as far as from, from an internal civil war type standpoint. Um, there's no way. I mean, people... He's, he's done more for gun sales than any other any other thing that's ever come on the horizon, because there is millions and millions of people that see what a devil he is, and what a devil his administration is, and the, the, the devil that our government has become. I mean, it's just so in your face that, you know, uh, it's going to get real ugly, is, is the, about the only scenario I can really see. The male suspect named as Jared in media reports claimed to have been involved in the standoff between Clive and Bundy, his supporters, and the Bureau of Land Management, according to a neighbor. Carol Bundy, uh, Cliven's wife, I believe, said the shooting in Las Vegas is not related to the standoff at the Bundy Ranch. In other words, they're trying to distance themselves from that, and I don't blame them, and it has nothing to do with them. She says, I have not seen or heard anything from the militia and others who have come to our ranch that would in any way make me think that they had an intent to kill or harm anybody. But they did tell people to leave. The Patriots that were guarding the Bundy Ranch, and guess who was one of the people they told to leave? This idiot. This Jared guy, who was nothing more than some type of CIA, FBI operative that was planted there ahead of time, in place, and they even interviewed him when he was there. And I'm going to play that clip right now. This was just breaking, I mean, it was breaking at the time when I got this. And it's, um, coincidence, Las Vegas shooter Gerald Miller interviewed by NBC News during the Bundy standoff. Now, he was told to leave, I believe, I don't know how many, if it was hours or days later, because he was way too radical. I'm pretty sure his, his wife was there too, the ones that just, you know, when their suicide program kicked in, after they killed three people, she killed him and then she turned the gun on herself. You don't see a lot of women turning the gun on themselves and, and I guess, you know, shooting herself in the head, I would imagine. It's typically how it's done. You don't see a lot of women doing that. This program that they were under must have been pretty heavy duty um, in order for her to go along with that. But this was all done by design, and when the Bundy Ranch standoff was going down, there were a lot of, of reports out there saying that, listen, we know we've been infiltrated. We know that there that there's all types of, of, um, of people from the government posing as patriots and this and that, wanting to infiltrate this movement. Agent provocateur type garbage. Now they've carried it one step further where they got an interview for, with this guy while he was at the Bundy Ranch and then, you know, weeks later he goes on this this killing rampage. Okay, again, all by design. So, let's just play this short YouTube video here. Okay, so this is this Jared Miller. You'll hear him toward the end of the video uh, speaking at the Bundy Ranch. 
Hundreds of protesters carrying signs or sidearms remained at the standoff site yesterday. Nevada officials and law enforcement officers are urging people to stay calm and leave the area. One demonstrator said they'll stay calm, but they expect calm from the government as well. I feel sorry. Okay, so this is him, and he looks really creepy. I mean, this guy looks like really like, ugh, like creepy, demon-possessed to the toenails type creepy to me. Uh, and this is who they want to be their poster boy. They want somebody like this to be their poster boy. And then, coincidentally enough, weeks later, he goes on this, you know, killing rampage with his girlfriend. And they're portrayed as, you know, conspiracy theorist, patriot, you know, let's demonize the whole movement. This is the face of the movement that they want the American populace to um, embrace. So that when they uh, come to take the guns and this type of thing, the patriot movement will be so demonized they'll have enough uh, public opinion or, or public um, outcry for that very thing to happen. Now, again, I'm not saying that so it happens. I'm saying it to for us to pray against it and to make other people aware of, of what's going on here so that they're educated about this. So let's hear this, this creep. If for any federal agents that want to come in here and try to push us around or anything like that, I, I really don't want violence toward them, but if they're going to come bring violence to us, well, if that's the language they want to speak, We'll learn it. A federal land manager's pledge to pursue efforts to resolve the more than two-decade-long conflict with Blunt Bundy and collect an estimated $1 million in back grazing fee. So, I mean, the way he, he said that, I mean, it was pretty threatening in, in a way. I'm not saying that he said it inappropriately, but considering what he did later, this, is again, is just the perfect setup. For, for the whole demonization of of any type of patriot movement, whether it's Tea Party, whether it's libertarian, whether it's conservative, uh, um, whether it's pro Second Amendment, whether it's pro life, I really believe you'd be lumped into the same category. You're all the same in Obama and his devil minions that serve him in, in, in the corporate whore media. They're going to just broad brush everything and say you're all in the same category with this guy. You're all the same. You're all just like him. I believe that's where we're coming to. Now, overlooked in the emerging background story on the shooter Jared Miller is how he managed to purchase firearms. Miller was a convicted felon. Okay, The guy that we just heard talking, the guy that, that carried out the Las Vegas shooting, he was a convicted felon. So legally purchasing the firearms he allegedly used in last week's rampage is out of the question. It is illegal for a person who has been convicted of a felony then to possess fire, a firearm in Nevada. Penalties include prison and high fines. People who have been convicted of a felony may not possess a firearm in Nevada unless they are granted an official pardon. Here are the guys walking around with like a bulletproof vest, um, fatigues, uh, like brand new fatigues it looked like, and this AK-47 which looked to be a really nice one. There was another picture of him as well. And I'm saying, well, how did he get all that stuff? You know, I mean, remember what we said about the Aurora shooter, that there were a whole bunch of witnesses saying that people were helping him afterward? And I got into that when I did the study. Uh-huh. Well, I wonder who was helping him. Dylan Scott... Um, writing for Talking Points Memo notes law enforcement in Nevada have yet to determine how Miller and his wife received the firearms. But in the weeks leading up to the attack, Gerald Miller posted multiple times on Facebook that he was looking for a gun and asked for help in obtaining one. 
Uh, Amanda Miller, however, did not have a criminal record. That's his wife, the one that killed him and then killed herself. And it was legally permissible for her to purchase firearms. Police in Nevada have yet to release any information indicating if she, in fact, bought the firearm allegedly used in the attack. Mother Jones, formerly edited by Second Amendment zealot Michael Moore, writes in a in a screed implicating Infowars.com in the shooting that Miller suffered from, this is the Jared Miller guy, the guy we just heard, Miller suffered from decaying teeth, lack of health insurance, and inability to find work. In other words, the supposedly right-wing extremists did not have the funds available to buy uh, a shotgun, a handgun, and the hundreds of rounds of ammunition. Moreover, photos of Miller at the Bundy Ranch show him toting an AK-47. Yet he's up on Facebook asking, trying to get a gun. Huh? The very weapon he, he pinned on his Facebook or he pined for on his Facebook page. Yet he was already carrying one at the Bundy Ranch. He is outfitted in crisp new camos and a bulletproof vest as well when he's at the Bundy Ranch. AK-47 semi-automatic rifles are priced between $450 and $3,500, depending on manufacturer, origin, and modifications. The price of an AK-47, uh, the 7.62 by 39 ammo, while relatively inexpensive, inexpensive, routinely costs over $200 for a thousand rounds bought in bulk. A bulletproof vest can cost hundreds of dollars. The question is, how did an unemployed felon manage to buy this equipment that he used in the shooting? And where did the equipment come from when he was at the Bundy Ranch? You know what I mean? These are AK, or these are CIA, FBI assets that are mind control slaves that they're triggering, and obviously this is what this is looking like, just like all the other ones. Then they're going to provide them with the means in order to carry out their mission. And when the mission's done, the suicide program kicks in, and they always kill themselves, if that's at all possible. <clears throat> no witnesses. And what am I saying? Nobody to interview afterward on why did you do this and this and that. The guy, the Aurora shooter, I believe was trying to kill himself, but that didn't happen. I believe the gun jammed or something. Anyway, so let's go further here. The scenario is reminiscent of the behavior of FBI agents during the Patsy frame-ups on terror charges. According to the possibility that Miller was handled by the FBI is the fact that he was ejected from the Bundy Ranch. This guy was kicked off the Bundy Ranch, okay? Eamon Bundy, the son of Cliven Bundy, said Jared and Amanda Miller were told to leave the ranch. Probably, I don't know how long after he made that interview, but he said the couple were very radical and did not align themselves with the protest's main issue. This is the classic ancient provocateur behavior. What is an ancient provocateur? It is um, French for an inciting agent. Okay? It is an undercover agent who acts to entice another person to commit an illegal act or rash act or falsely implicate them in partaking in an illegal act. An agent provocateur may be employed by the police or other entities to discredit or harm another group, which is exactly what we're seeing here, okay? Uh, Meaning groups that want a peaceful protest or demonstration, which is what they were trying to to maintain at the Bundy Ranch. They didn't want anybody coming in there like a hothead and opening fire on the BLM or doing anything stupid like that. Okay, This is one of those guys that would have. Uh, thank God they kicked him off the ranch because 
probably what would have happened is they would have triggered his programming right then, and he would have opened fire on the BLM. So they're like, okay, well, he got kicked off. So let's go to plan B, and let we got this footage, which was all by design, of him being interviewed at the Bunny Ranch. So let's wait a few weeks, and let's have him go in and do this, this killing at CeCe's Pizza, where he targets two cops, which will further polarize the cops and the Patriot Movement, which was all by design, and then walk into Walmart, and that way nobody feels safe even in Walmart or anywhere. Oh, please come take away more of our rights. Doesn't it all make perfect sense when you start to look at it that way? If you were Satan, wouldn't this be how you would approach it? Yeah, it's, you know, pretty satanic. So, an agent provocateur may be employed by the police or other entity to discredit or harm another group, like that's wanting peaceful protest or demonstration, by provoking them to commit an act thus undermining the protest or the demonstration as a whole. I think he would have opened fired on them had he had he been allowed to stay on the ranch. I think that was his original programming. And I just think they, they changed his itinerary when he got kicked off because they had enough sense to kick him out of there and then still associate with him with the Bunny Ranch, particularly now that they've got this nice interview. Isn't that all so convenient? Raw Story, a liberal news blog, has placed Alex Jones at the center of the controversy. Jared Miller outlined his political views, which were largely based on conspiracy theories promoted by Fox News and Alex Jones in his social media postings, and he posted frequently about firearms in violent revolution. And Alex Jones does not promote that. He does not promote violent revolution opening fire on cops and this type of garbage. He's saying the opposite. Now, I'm not saying that I'm uh, any type of Alex Jones fan. I've gotten into that many, many, many times on a lot of the red flags there. Okay? But there is a lot of stuff you can obviously glean. And I've listened to him enough to know that he's not calling for violent revolution. He's calling for the exact opposite. That's why he calls the site InfoWars. He's trying to win this through the InfoWar. Okay? At least that's what he says. Okay? We could debate about that all day long, about what his true agenda is. What I'm saying here is what he says on air, at least. Okay? So, um... Jones and the Liberty Movement will now be implicated in the murder of police officers by way of insinuation. This is a repeated pattern. See, that's bad, no matter what way you slice it. Okay? It was reported after the pair shot the police officers, they draped their body with a Gadsden flag. Oh, imagine that. The yellow flag depicting a rattlesnake coiled and ready to strike was adopted as a symbol of the Tea Party Movement in 2009. So every aspect of demonizing the the whole patriot movement in this country was brought into play here. Alex Jones. I mean, I don't see how Fox News really fits into this, but any type of liberty movement. And then you you got the Gadsden flag, which is the symbol of the Tea Party. Now they're to blame. Anybody that doesn't go along with the Second Amendment gun control, take away all of our rights, and hurt us into whatever, martial law camps, they're evil. Okay? It's designed to demonize everybody in that classification. Libertarians, Tea Party, whatever, you you know. So, the mainstream media, which has spent the past day falsely blaming freedom-loving Americans, the Tea Party, the Second Amendment, uh, and even Alex Jones for the Las Vegas shooting, was slow to report on the third victim, the last victim that was killed, and the hero of the tragedy, Joseph Robert Wilcox. Um, The concealed 
carry handgun license holder who lost his life while confronting the shooters. Now, what I'm fixing to get into, nobody's got into really, that I know of, um, I just, it was something that just became apparent to me when I read this. Wilcox was armed with a concealed weapon and confronted Gerald Miller after the Millers entered the Walmart he was shopping at. Unfortunately, as Wilco, Wilcox approached Miller, I believe with his gun drawn at this point, his concealed carry, Amanda Miller came from behind and shot him several times, killing Wilcox almost instantly. Now remember, they killed two cops at the CC's Pizza, and then they went over to Walmart, they killed somebody when they went in, and then I believe this was the next thing that happened, because this guy wouldn't have drawn his gun and went up to them, unless they were already probably shooting, okay? My comment, this is also, okay, so they kill this guy, okay? What happens next? Well, this is also when Amanda killed Jared, and then killed herself, do you think that they would have killed, Amanda would have killed Jared and then killed herself if nobody would have confronted them with a gun when they walked in there? Why would they have even walked in there? Why, what, what would have been the point? Don't you think that they were going to walk in there and kill a whole bunch more people? Yeah, I do. But because this guy came up to them with a gun, their suicide program triggered. Because the vast majority of these of these um, mass shootings, these types of mass shootings like this, when the cops enter with the guns, that's when they when the killer always turns the gun on himself. It's it's programmed into them. It's a suicide program that is triggered at that particular time. And I believe that's exactly what happened. So, this guy truly probably prevented possibly multiple, multiple deaths from occurring because he did confront them with a handgun. Just something to think about. So my comment was, this is also when Amanda killed Jared and then killed herself. In other words, their their MKUltra CIA FBI suicide programs kicked in when confronted with another gunman, which most likely saved untold lives. Nevertheless, his bravery in the face of danger was underreported in the mainstream media and only came to prominence through alternative media sites. I mean, they, they said that he was just basically the third victim. They didn't say anything about him having a concealed carry. God forbid he would have killed them both. Oh boy, and, and stopped this guy, which is exactly why you need to have lawful citizens concealed carry. The thing that just that, that happened at uh, Oregon or whatever, the school shooting, another gun-free zone. This was unusual because this happened in a non-gun-free zone. Most of the time these mass shootings happen in gun-free zones. Sandy Hook, gun-free zone. Aurora, Colorado movie theater, gun-free zone. You could go on and on and on. If you're going to send your, your satanic programmed MK Ultra mind control slave into an area to commit mass carnage, aren't you going to want to make sure the odds of him um, carrying out his mission will be at their highest? Well, what, what other place that's better than in gun-free zones? Well, that's why they do it. So, news reports further added lurid detail by saying a neighbor described the pair as users of methamphetamine. They look like it. The guy looked really creepy, sickly, had big dark circles under his eyes in that interview, and, you know, they look like, he looked like somebody that would use methamphetamine, honestly. 
And again, then you get into the whole pharmacia, psychotropic, who knows what meds they were both prescribed, which again is always an aspect of this. But I think that that aspect, the, the government's more and more and more trying to cover up, you know. But when you dig a little bit in all of these mass shootings, they're always on these these mind-altering psychotropic meds like Prozac and Paxil and these types of things every time. Uh, We're going to discuss that a little bit later. The shooting follows an announcement on June 3rd by the Justice Department. It will investigate groups and individuals it deems to be terrorists. Now, that's us. They've already, going way, way back, uh, define people that are pro-Second Amendment, pro-Liberty, pro-Constitution, pro-Bible, pro-Life, pro-Second Amendment, as terrorists. The government already views us that way. So, it will reorganize a task force originally formed in the wake of the 1995 Oklahoma City bombing, but disbanded after 9-11 attacks, as law enforcement agencies concentrated on threats from foreign terrorists. We... And then it says, we must concern ourselves with the continued danger we face from individuals within our borders who may be motivated by a variety of other causes, from anti-government animus to racial prejudice. Because we're all white supremacists. If we're white and we're pro-liberty, we're all like, you know, the, the Hitler youth, the Nazi, you know, youth. We're just devils. And, and that's what Eric Holder says, at least. So this is basically what they're trying to lump anybody in the Second Amendment um, into that classification so that they can demonize the whole group collectively. The incident is custom-made to demonize the Patriot Movement. The Southern Poverty Law Center, just Satan, essentially, has consistently attempted to forge a link between white supremacists and members of the Patriot and constitutional movements. The murder of the two police officers will undoubtedly further polarize law enforcement and turn many of them against the Patriot Movement. All a this is a win-win for for our satanic government, for Obama and for Satan, uh, and for a large number of police officers, the Gadsden flag will now represent the murder of law enforcement officers. So that when they see that, they're automatically going to be polarized and go into kill mode. It's not like law enforcement hasn't been becoming more and more rogue by the day. All of the stories that I put out in the end time current event newsletters, especially. I mean, it's just unbelievable what's going on. So this is just going to just fuel that fire all the more. Now, here is an addendum to the story. It says, as I've noted before writing about the militia movement, violence on the far right often comes from hotheads who have been kicked out of the more mainstream militias. Right, Jesse Walker. Uh, for Reason.com. Evidence shows, however, that calls for violence often come from government-inserted agent provocateurs. The FBI specializes in this sort of behavior. This has Satan's hoofprints all over it. Every aspect of this one event. Meanwhile... Reports like these have been exploding since this incident, and before, but now even more so, because you know you always have to have the the politicians stepping up to the microphone after this happening, you know, and telling us what's going to go down, and, and, and all for the sake of the children and for protecting humanity. Indiana Sheriff says we need military equipment because the USA is a war zone. 
An Indiana sheriff has defended the large-scale transference of military equipment into the hands of law enforcement nationwide, declaring that cops need gear previously used in Iraq and Afghanistan because America is now a battlefield. And then CNN says the liberty movement is more threatening than Al-Qaeda. See, that's how we're being demonized. Okay, CNN, you know, um, the Communist News Network. Media, next report, media ignores the massive Chicago gun violence to blame the Vegas shooting on the Tea Party. All of this is so scripted, it's not even funny. The Gadsden flag, the references to Alex Jones, the references to the to the Tea Party and the Patriot Movement, the killing of the cops to polarize the cops and, and, and the rest of the, um, I guess, the sheeple people, humanity, against the Patriot Movement to demonize all of us. The, the interview at the Bundy Ranch with this guy and what he said and how creepy that he looked. It's all It's all so... Like, scripted. It's like a B-rated movie. Here's the next one. White House. Obama's looking to act administratively and unilaterally on guns. Meaning, by executive order. Like, he doesn't need the Congress or anybody like that. He's just going to do it. Because it's gotten so out of control. And devil boy Obama knows best for us. White House spokesman Jost Ernest said Tuesday that the president that President Barack Obama is always looking for opportunities to act unilaterally again on guns again because he's done it so many times unilaterally by executive order. He's always looking for this. We'll never let a good crisis go to waste. One of the main models of the Illuminati: order out of chaos. They're going to bring their order in this case, executive orders, out of the chaos those devils created. May all their wicked plans be destroyed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's one of the ways we need to pray. That all this wickedness be exposed, that their wicked plans be destroyed, that they don't come to fruition. This type of, of prayer. Um, it says he would, work, he, would, he would prefer to work with Congress, though. But he will act unilaterally. If he can. Um, here's a picture of this this devil Josh Earnhardt speaking to the media on uh, June 10th, 2014. And then he says, the president's goal is to look for opportunities, like, like a satanic opportunity to act administratively, unilaterally, using his executive authority to try to make our community safer. So to bypass Congress and every other branch of government, and just to do it because... Satan knows best, essentially, is what we're dealing with here. Ernest said, responding to a question the day that the gunman opened fire, opened fire at an Oregon high school, killing one student and injuring a teacher. You know, when's the killing going to stop? All the all these these devil Democrats up there screaming for more gun control. Oh, oh if we just ban all the guns, all of the yeah, and the criminals are especially when you're arming them to the teeth, and especially you're the ones implanting the MK Ultra mind control programming, and you're the ones giving them the meds and the ammo and the bullets and setting them up in gun free zones to to commit the mass carnage. Yeah, it has a high level of success of working unless God intervenes. You're right, you know. So again, they create the, the, the crisis and they give you their solution. Here's the next report. Obama, inability to get tougher gun laws is shameful. President Barack Obama said on Tuesday, the nation should be ashamed 
of the inability to get tougher gun restrictions through Congress in the aftermath of mass shootings that he said have become commonplace in America. We, you know, we need to take a step back. We need to bow our heads. And we need to just stay in shame. He's right. We need to all be ashamed. In fact, let's just take a minute right now and let's just shame ourselves. Let's just, let's just be in shame for like a minute or two. You know, maybe let's do some self-flagellation like the monks do, you know, flagellation, I think for everyone. Um, maybe we have a cat of nine tails we could flagellate ourselves with or some type of device, um, implement that we can inflict pain upon ourselves. I think that would be payback to us for our shameful behavior, um, to get tougher gun restrictions because we all know that's the solution, to take away all the guns and to disarm the populace so that the criminal government and the criminals that they're letting pour in from the borders and in from every other area and that they're creating can, you know, basically run roughshod over humanity and annihilate every single righteous good person that there is because we know that that would be very pleasing to Satan. So why not just go along with that agenda? You know, I mean, come on. Why can't we all just get along? Uh, sorry, but I can't help but employ extreme levels of sarcasm when dealing with such satanic nonsense and garbage um, being thrust down the throats of humanity collectively. So, if we go further, he says the nation should be ashamed of the inability to get tougher gun restrictions through Congress in the aftermath of mass shootings that he said have become commonplace in America, which they have, and that's all by design, and they've created that. He said the United States was the only developed country on earth where mass shootings occur regularly. What a liar from the pit of hell. Fork-tongued devil. Go over to the Middle East. Go over to Africa and the Sudan where, where Islam reigns supreme. And tell me about that this is the only country on earth where mass shootings don't play, take place. We don't even hold a candle to what they're doing over there or over in China, or a lot of these other countries that are either totally communist, North Korea. Criminal governments imposing their will and, and killing people in mass. Or Islam, killing people in mass. Or a lot of other countries you could point at. We're the only... Co- but again, everything that comes out of this fork-tongued double liar's mouth is a lie. So, you know, he's got to shame us some way. And browbeat us so that we'll go along with whatever his agenda is. We're the only developed country on earth where mass shootings occur with regularity. Adding that if public opinion does not change, we're not going to change. Oh, well, that was profound. That was absolutely profound. He's right. Public opinion does have to change to expose devils like him and to pray against devils like him that God would hopefully remove this devil from office. Now, I understand. Evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. 2 Timothy 2, 13. And according to the Bible, if you look at the, the tribulation... Uh, things aren't planning on getting better anytime soon. Okay, so I understand you have to look at this process through a biblical lens. But it, it's still, we need to occupy, like Jesus, and to be a good soldier and, and to pray against this wickedness and to reprove the unfruitful works of darkness and to have no fellowship with them, to shed light on them, to make them manifest. And this is what um, we're trying to do here with these teachings. So then Obama added that politicians from both parties were terrified of the National Rifle Association. So another group they've got to demonize. And I'm not saying I'm, I'm an advocate for them because I think they've sold out. Okay. 
um, for many reasons. I think Gun Gun Owners of America is probably the best group out there. I'm not saying they're perfect, but they're way better than National Rifle Association. But anyway, they're they're terrified of the of the big bad boogeyman National Rifle Association, saying the organization was well funded and able to influence elections to prevent any significant new gun regulations from becoming law. Oh, poor Obama. He hasn't ruled by executive fiat enough. He needs more power, King Devil Obama, because he knows what's best for us. And then the president came out also, Obama, and praises Australia's firearm confiscation. They've they've been they've had their guns banned for a long, long time, and that bore, that's bore some really nice satanic fruit ever since they stripped them of their gun rights over there. Now the only ones that have the guns are the criminal government and the criminals. That sounds like a good scenario. You know, take them out of the law-abiding citizens' hands where they could actually be used as a peacemaking tool to prevent wickedness from occurring, to prevent murders from occurring, because criminals know if people are armed, they think twice about doing what they're going to do. In that way, guns prevent so many more deaths than they ever, if if they're in the hands of law-abiding citizens, okay, as a peacemaking measure. But when you take them away from the law-abiding citizens and the criminals, they have no more barrier. There's nothing, and the criminal government has no more barrier. Well, guess what? They're going to do what Satan tells them to do. Because they are of their father the devil and of his lusts and of his works they will do. And that's what's coming if they disarm America. And it's taken place over and over and over again throughout the history. In fact, let me just read this to you right now. In the last century, governments murdered over 260 million of their own citizens. Okay? But first, but first, they had to confiscate their guns. That's what always preceded the mass murder. Do you think Obama is any better than Hitler, Castro, Gaddafi, Stalin, um, Idi Amin, Mao Zedong, Pol Pot, Kim Jong-il? No, he's not. He, he might be worse than all of them. The way he is, the experts all agree, all the experts I just named, Hitler, Castro, Stalin, all these guys, that strict gun control does work. It's the major precipitator to the mass murder of humanity every single time. Every time, without exception. Let's go further here. Uh, Let's see. Okay, let me stop here, and I'm going to go ahead and go to part two next. And we're going to continue this line of thinking here. So God bless you, and we'll see you in part two. Scott Johnson's 800-plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the Internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-4-F-O-R-Truth, T-R-U-T-H dot com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. 
For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, box number 321, Hickory, North Carolina, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.